Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Travel Squad Podcast. We adventure the world together one passport stamp at a time. We're here to share travel news, tips, and our own adventures with you. Every Travel Tuesday, we share stories on a variety of topics, including our hometown San Diego, hiking, weekenders, national parks, international getaways, and inspiring you to go on your own adventures, even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. And I'm Kim. And And we're we're the the Travel Travel Squad Squad Podcast. Podcast. So grab your ticket and your passport. And don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, squatties. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 86 of the Travel Squad podcast. Today, we're hitting the beach with San Diego's best beaches. And today we're going to tell you about 13 of San Diego's best beaches. We're moving from north to south. And some of the beaches on our list, other squad members have been to and I have not been. So I can't wait to go check out some of these beaches this summer. When people think of San Diego, and maybe it's just because we live here, but I have to imagine one of the first things that they think about is going to be the beaches and ocean life. I mean, we're the last American city on the Pacific coast. And we have amazing, amazing beaches. But I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. The squad knows this, but maybe our listeners don't. I am not a beach person unless I am on vacation. So even though I have this in my own backyard, I'm not the type to go lounge and get in the water. I like to do it on vacation, but not in my everyday life. However, I will say this. My favorite thing about the beaches here in San Diego is going to see the sunsets or going to do bonfires. I'm all about beach life for that down here in San Diego, but laying out and about, not my thing. I know it's your girl's thing, but... (laughs) Anyway, I'm still excited about this episode because there's so many good things and beaches to go over. But Jamal, we just recently bought some Tommy Bahama beach chairs. So that gives us a reason to go lounge out this summer. It does. And I'm thinking bonfires, really. But I will go out and lounge with you. Yes, I'm excited about those beach chairs. It should make it a little bit more fun because I really hate laying on a towel and getting all sandy (laughs) and everything like that, especially if I'm not getting in the water. Those chairs are the best beach chairs for the beach, I swear. We'll link them in the show notes. You guys can 
get one for your trip to these beaches. Well, the reason why we picked it up, if you listened to a couple episodes ago when we were talking about our trip to the Virgin Islands, our Airbnb host actually had these Tommy Bahama ones and they are really, really legit. So I'm excited to link them also because they sold Did you get the one? Me. It's a backpack and it also has like a pouch to put yes. stuff in. Those are perfect. Those are the best. It's real solid. So yeah, I am a big beach girl, especially living in San Diego. I've been here for almost seven years. And for four and a half, five of those years, I lived in Pacific Beach, which is right along the coast. I lived two blocks from the ocean. It was amazing. And I spent a lot of time. I would go down there just for like a half an hour or go down there to actually take a nap and come back. (laughs) And I loved it. And there's so many good beaches in San Diego. I think it's over 70 miles of gorgeous coastline from North County to South County of San Diego. And they all have different personalities too. Some are more grungy, some are more local, some are more touristy. Even pristine, you know, obviously all our beaches are really nice, but with all those characteristics you said, pristine, I want to say also too, especially certain beaches that are great. Yeah. And no matter what beach you're on, watching the sunset from the ocean It's just a magical moment in San Diego. Everybody stops what they're doing. They look out into the water. They pause. And it's like a shared moment. And then when it sets, people walk away. I actually watched the sunset two nights ago on Sunset Cliffs. Oh, so Sunset Cliffs. We're going to talk about this a little bit later. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's definitely on the list. Brittany and I used to live close to Sunset Cliffs. And we used to go there all the time to watch the sunset. And as a matter of fact, when my cousin who lives overseas comes to San Diego, which he does quite often for conferences that are hosted here at the convention center, he always makes a point to make sure that we take him to watch the sunset at Sunset Cliffs. (laughs) It's magical. It it really is. It really is. Bonfires are also amazing. I love them. I celebrated my birthday as an outdoor bonfire birthday this year. It was so cute. So we've hyped it up enough. Why don't we dive into number one on our list, which is Harbor Beach in Oceanside. Now, keep in mind, again, we're going from north to south. So we're starting in Oceanside, which is at the north end of San Diego County. Oceanside is actually right outside of the south entrance to the military base. What's that? Camp Camp Pendleton. Pendleton. It's where the Marines train. Yeah. So there's a large military presence there, but it's also a large family community, smaller town feel. And it has the longest pier on the West Coast. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you can go out, have a nice walk. There's a lot of like paddle boarding, obviously surfing because there's a pier right there. It's a really nice beach. Is it one of the piers that you can fish on? Do you know? Yes, you can fish on it. And there are also a lot of ships because there's a harbor right there. So it's always nice to look out into the water and see a bunch of boats and people having fun on the water. What I really like about this beach, too, is the bonfire pits that they actually have here. And like I was saying earlier, like bonfires on the beach are really my thing at night. And lots of beaches here in San Diego don't allow that. So when they do allow it, those tend to be my favorites because I enjoy that activity. There's nothing nicer than having an evening watching the sunset and then having those fire pits there at the same time. It's a magical experience all around. I think the s'mores make it magical, too. Oh, I've never done s'mores on the beach. I only do that when I go camping. How, how have you not? We have definitely done that. S'mores on the beach? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, uh, I feel like we've done s'mores on the beach when we've gone camping on the beach in Northern California, but I don't think living Whoa. down here we've we ever have. made s'mores. Well, <laughs> this well, is news to me. <laughs> that needs to happen and rejog your memory because it is divine. So riding the wave into the next beach, we're going to Moonlight Beach in Encinitas. 
I love this beach. I love Encinitas in general. It's just a small beach town with surfer. Your typical Californians live in Encinitas and you'll find tons of families. It's super family friendly. They have volleyball courts. It's also set on more of a big cliff versus a walkout sandy beach. In some parts, you kind of have different scenery depending on what you're looking for. And the sand is really soft. It's really clean. I love it. A lot of locals visit the Encinitas beach as well, and they have a lot of good eateries in Encinitas as well that aren't far from the beach. What I like about Encinitas area, and particularly this beach, is Encinitas, like you were saying, it's more locals vibe beach, but it is one of the more affluent communities in San Diego also. So you really find very few tourists that go here. It's more people in the know who live in San Diego, regardless of if they live in Encinitas or not, but it keeps it with a nice beach vibe, more high end that you would think of when you think of like LA beaches in certain communities also. So it really has that good feel to it too. And the food scene in Encinitas adds to it. I mean, who doesn't want to go from the beach and go get some good food or brews like right after the fact? What you should do is go to the beach after you've been out in the sun all day, walk about a block or two up to Hammond's ice cream. Mm. Oh my God, our ice cream is so good. Jamal, do you remember when we went to Hammond's ice cream? I do, but was it in Encinitas? There's another location of Hammond's, isn't there? Yeah, there's another location in Hillcrest. Okay, because I was going to say, like, I don't remember getting it. <laughs> yeah, when we're it's at the local, beach. but they've opened a couple other spots. They have so many different types of ice cream. And pre COVID, they would give you samples. Can't promise you that now, but maybe. We did an ice cream flight when we went to Hammond's, and mm. I think I got like 10 different ice cream Ooh, flavors. That's amazing. Next up on our list, this one you can bring your furry friend to. Del Mar's Dog Beach is one of the best dog beaches I've ever been to. Del Mar, again, is one of the more affluent neighborhoods in San Diego. And so the beach is really well kept, very clean. The sand is really nice. There's tons of dogs, which I think typically maybe in your head, you might imagine a dog beach being dirty because of the dogs. But this beach is super clean. You know, I sat and laid on the beach too. So it's not like it's overrun by pets, but it's just really nice to be able to bring your dog because most beaches in San Diego, you either can't bring your dog or there's only certain hours like 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. that dogs are not allowed. So only on the outside of those hours you can bring it. So this one's nice. I actually haven't been to this beach, but I have a co-worker who goes there and she has a dog, but she doesn't bring her dog there. She just goes to watch all the happy dogs play <laughs> on the beach. And she's like, it always just makes me happy and relaxed. So she loves this beach. Well, you kind of answered a question that I was going to give to Kim because I was going to ask, like, do you tend to see people who go here who aren't dog owners? Because exclusively, you know, yeah, it's hard to find beaches in San Diego that allow dogs. So clearly more people who have dogs will go to this beach. But do you see non-dog owners there a lot? Or is it really people are going with their dogs because this is one of the few beaches? I have seen people just laying out on the beach, enjoying the beach without a dog. You maybe saw Brittany's co-worker scoping out the <laughs> happy dogs playing. That's who, who was lurking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> she's not stalking people. She's just stalking all the happy dogs. <laughs> So surfing on down south to number four, we're going to go to Torrey Pines State Beach. Now, Torrey Pines, maybe you've heard of this before. They have a famous golf course out there that they do some of the PGA tours at. And it is also a state beach famous for the endangered Torrey Pine trees that they have there. But other than the beautiful golf course, other than the endangered trees, Torrey Pines is an amazing, amazing beach. Torrey Pines is actually one of my favorite beaches to go to. 
And there is cool hiking at the state park and state beach there. So you actually kind of hike up a hill and you can look out into the ocean. Kim and I did a hike there once and we were able to see whales out in the distance in the water. And then if you go up far enough, there is a trail that takes you down to the beach. And then instead of hiking down the hillside or the mountain, you just walk back on the beach to your car. And it's just really nice to take off your hiking shoes and put your feet in the water. So quite honestly, I've actually never lounged at the beach at Torrey Pine State Park. I've only gone to really do the hiking there. So this is a great place to go if you're a person like me who's not really a beach goer to go hang out and get in the water. But unless you live in San Diego and you're coming down here to visit, I guess you're on vacation. So maybe you would get in the water. I don't know. But I love Torrey Pines because it's one of the cool spots where you actually have a lot of hiking trails along the water and the ocean. So it's really, really beautiful. But squad tip. You have to pay to park here. That's right. Yeah, you do. And how much is that? I think it's $10 normally and then like $20 during holidays. They hike it up. It makes sense. It is a state park, so it comes with the territories. I guess it's almost like the entrance fee at that point, right? And the parking lot fills up quick in the mornings, so you do want to get there early if you plan to park there. There's also parking along the road that's either metered or free. I can't remember, but that also fills up. And then there's neighborhoods, but then of course you're going to have to walk. And there's other ways to access this beach. I've done it a few other times where I've hiked down like Ho Chi Minh Trail, which the entrance is in a residential neighborhood of La Jolla. And then you hike down, walk the couple miles, I think, or mile to Del Mar Beach. Then you can hike up there and then walk back. But that's a full day. You're in it to win it that day. (laughs) Well, if you're going there to hike, I guess that's the case. But if you want beach, then don't want to do that. And I have swam at Torrey Pines. Well, I was going to ask. Is my memory serving me correctly, Kim? I feel like there was an incident where you almost drowned here. Not trying to discourage anybody <laughs> from going, but was there not an incident or am I mistaken here? Yeah, when when I first moved here, I got a bodyboard and I don't use it anymore, but my first few months here, I was all about it. And one time I caught a nice wave and it just shot me from like way out in the water all the way back to the shore pretty much. And the waves kept like pushing me under and I was all winded and coughing when I came out finally. That's scary. It all (laughs) happened so fast. The the ocean is brutal. It is. You have to know that like you have to be a good swimmer to be in the ocean. Yeah. But there are lifeguards out there. And when this happened, actually that same day, a lifeguard had swam out to us and said, there's rip currents right here. So move. I was going to ask, did a bodyguard come rescue Baywatch style or was you recovered yourself and then were like, oh, fuck, I'm getting out of the water right now. Um, I recovered myself, but as soon as he saw me, he came running over. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I think that's a good squad tip in general is just practice good water safety. I mean, the ocean is beautiful. People love to get in it. But water in general, let alone in the ocean, is one of the most dangerous things. So just be mindful when you're out there and be safe. Don't be like Kim and almost get pulled out in the rip current out there. (laughs) So taking a beach walk to Black's Beach, this is actually the only nude beach in San Diego. And Kim had mentioned a trail that we have hiked before. It's called the Ho Chi Minh Trail. If you hike down that trail, it's one of the ways to get to Black's Beach directly. You can also get to Black's Beach if you park at the Torrey Pines Glider Port, which is free to park in. And there is a hiking trail down to the beach. And I say hiking, but it's like wooden stairs built into the cliff. So it's not. I mean, anybody can do it. Kids can do it. It's okay. Um, And then, yeah, it drops you right in. You'll know you're there because you'll be able to tell by the people standing around you not wearing any clothes. And it's a fun beach out there. There's a lot of interesting different kinds of people out there. 
Have you ever been nude at this nude beach? Oh, yeah. I love how you <laughs> ask that as a proposition question, as if you and Kim haven't gone out together <laughs> to this nude beach and gone out tanning together. Yes, we did. You know what? Fun fact. I actually, last summer, went on a first date with this guy I met on Hinge to Black's Beach. <laughs> Sounds like you got a little lucky then in that case. No, actually, I never even hooked up with the guy. I don't mean it like that, but first date, going to Black's Beach, you know, it's all out there on the table. Everyone knows what's up. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. But you don't have to go in the nude if you're going to go to Black's Beach, right? I mean, some people are out there in swimsuits. I've never yes. been out there to sunbathe myself at Black's Beach, but I have actually walked across the beach through that area because again, there's a lot of hiking trails on this portion of the coast along San Diego. You know, some of it mountainous get down to the beach. So we use Black's Beach as a trail. So a lot of people just walk passing through it, not even as really looky-loos, they're hiking. There was one time where I was at Black's Beach and there was a guy, he was definitely overweight, a lot of chest hair. He was smoking a cigarette in the water with one hand and then a beer in the other hand. And I was like, damn, he's living his best life. I was about to say the exact same thing. He sounds like he's living his best life, just enjoying himself. I have heard that they have full moon parties out there where they do like drum circles and basically have a party out there on the beach. When you said full moon, I thought you were making like a... (laughs) No pun intended. Yeah. No. Okay. Really a full moon party. Okay. Very nice. (laughs) So now we're going to put our clothes back on for beach number six, La Jolla Cove and Shores. They're technically two different beaches, but they're right next to each other. So we put them together. Makes sense. And these are some of the most popular places to go in San Diego for tourists, let alone just going to the beach, but more even a scenic overlook area is going to be La Jolla Cove and La Jolla Shores. The number one thing this area is known for are the sea lions. They are everywhere out on the cove and on the shores. There's a big rocky area where you can hear them before you see them, but they're everywhere. And at the cove, actually, I've been snorkeling out there and there's always sea lions on the beach and there's a lifeguard that will tell you, hey, stay away from them. But out in the water, they'll come and swim right next to you. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah, I was snorkeling out there and popped my head up to breathe and one popped up right next, just hanging out. And they're just out there lounging on the rocks, lounging on the beaches. I've gone here multiple times, really kind of overlooking. And again, like I said, it's a popular place to take people who are visiting just for the scenic beauty. But I've gotten in the water here one time, believe it or not. But I actually had my friend Josh and his girlfriend, Anna, they were down here visiting and we went to La Jolla Cove and Shores and did some swimming out there. And same experience happened. You're just out there swimming before you realize it. You got some sea lions swimming right up to you or next to you. And it's a really awesome experience. Yeah, they've actually changed the layout of La Jolla Cove. When I first moved to San Diego, you could look down at the sea lions, but you actually couldn't get down there. And then a few years later, they changed it so that there are stairs that get you down to the beach. You can literally be right next to a sea lion, but you do want to give them their space. There are lifeguards there that'll say like you know keep your distance but it is really cool to see them so up close i'm gonna give two squad tips here one this is a really good place minus the sea lions because the water is really calm even though it's in this covey area and you think it's rocky you think maybe water and waves are washing up making a little choppy it's actually relatively calm so it is a really good place to go swimming in that respect And two, during the months of July and August, it is sand shark season. Mm. So you can actually see and swim with some sand sharks if you're feeling bold enough to get in the water for that. 
I'm not a big fan of sharks. Um, when you guys went shark diving in Africa, I thought you were insane. It was wild. <laughs> and these sharks also scare me, but they won't bite you. They're at the bottom of the ocean floor eating whatever else is living down there. Hence the name sand sharks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they look like they have a leopard pattern. They look like leopard sharks and they can be like four feet five feet long so pretty big and that's pretty scary to see swimming right under you as you're snorkeling but it's also really cool and, and knowing they're not going to bite you there's also those orange garibaldi fish a lot out there they're in dr seuss's books and they're real they're really out there and so there's a lot of good snorkeling at la jolla shores too oh one other thing about la jolla shores that even i haven't done they have a bunch of caves in this La Jolla Shores Cove area. And there's a store you can go into that you can like walk down these stairs and be in the cave. You can also get to them by kayaking, which I actually have done. But at a certain point when the tide is low enough, there's a cave you can go into. And then it's like a open top cave. So it looks like really cool. Like you're in this cave and it's like a sunlight coming through. It's amazing. And I'm dying to go do it. Ooh, let's go do that. I'm totally down for that adventure. I'll tell you what, I'll get in the water for that. <laughs> nice. It could be a couple's trip. Couple's kayak. A thruple trip. There you go. <laughs> do they have three-seated kayaks? Oh, you know what? They probably do. We're going to have to look into that because <laughs> that sounds like a blast. So body surfing down to the next beach, we're headed to beach number seven, Wind and Sea Beach. I have also body boarded here and I would not recommend it because there are a lot of rocks in the water and I completely fucked my knees up one time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an amazing beach i love this beach it's in like the bird rock area which is between pv and la jolla so it's really nice the sand is the softest sand i have ever felt and we saw a pop-up wedding here yeah we did years ago yeah but recently i actually went to a patient's home and i wasn't thinking much of it they were kind of living in the bird rock area they lived in this cul-de-sac and i walked into the home and the entire back wall of this patient's home was completely just glass windows and it looked right out over wind and sea beach wow it was so beautiful and i like couldn't stop staring out at the ocean that's nice super nice all right, number eight is my favorite beach, Pacific Beach, also known as PB. Like I said, I lived here for four years and I absolutely love it, but it does have its personality, its infamous personality around here. What would that personality be? The party beach, college area <laughs> beach. <laughs> yeah, a lot of college kids. It's definitely known for its partying, has a lot of bars and eateries and even on the boardwalk too, which is really cool. And the boardwalk is there's tons of vendors. There's tons of people. Again, places to eat and drink. It's a really long boardwalk. It's just so cool. You'll see like it is the people watching beach to be at for sure. And it's also a really big beach. So it's great for lounging on the beach or getting together with friends and having like a big group thing. And there's some restaurants there that have rooftop bars that look out to the water. Yes. Waterfront has a really nice rooftop and Shore Club has a really nice deck. And Kim loves her rooftop bars. Yes, I do. It's my favorite beach. It's just, there's just so much to do there. It has so much vibe to it compared to other beaches. I would go by myself all the time and just lay there. A lot of people would come up and talk to me. Some of them you don't want to, but uh, th there's that. Um, so if you go, go with <laughs> protection in a sense. Go with the second female. Maybe that'll attract more people or maybe that will discourage the solos from coming up know, and talking. I, I don't know. I have a PSA for anyone visiting this beach and thinking about going up to a girl that's laying on the beach by herself reading. 
don't. (laughs) (laughs) If somebody is reading a book, like leave them alone. Let them relax. Enjoy their time alone. They went there alone. (laughs) (laughs) I had a guy was sitting on the beach once and this surfer came out of the water and walked straight from the water up to me like Baywatch movies. I'm like, what does this guy want? He wasn't cute. So I wasn't that excited about it. But then he started chatting and I was just like, and he asked if I want to go get a smoothie. And I was like, no, I don't. I want to go back to my book. (laughs) (laughs) So Kim, tell us what happened your first weekend living here in PB. What happened to you when you went to the beach? Okay. Yeah. So don't make this mistake. My first weekend moving here was a holiday weekend. We were really excited. We bought a few beers, put them in a beach cooler. We brought cups from the house that were just regular cups, plastic cups. And we got to the beach, you know, discreetly poured the beer, just started drinking it. And bam, ATV with police officers on it rolls up. (laughs) Those fuckers came out of nowhere, too. (laughs) They had their binoculars on. They were scooping out. (laughs) And it was even in a cup. They just like came real quick and poured the cup out and gave us a ticket and I remember when they asked they they make you sign the ticket and I wrote my name is F U <laughs> they were like it needs to be a real name <laughs> how much was that ticket Kim it's over 300 bucks it's really expensive so there's no drinking on the beach at Pacific Beach then no and there used to be like more than 10 years ago it was legal and then they changed it because of PB problems but so squad tip if you're going to drink put your drink in a coffee mug with a lid Yes, coffee mug with a lid or maybe a disposable cup that you could have gotten at like the restaurant you were just at. That'll work too, but keep it on the DL. Surfing on down the beach a little bit further to number nine, we're going to go to Mission Beach. Now, this is one of my favorite places in San Diego beach-wise, and not necessarily even for the lounging about. It's actually really close to PB. I honestly sometimes merge the two together and really say they're one, but they are technically two separate beaches. But what stands this one out for me, Mission Beach, is Belmont Park, which has a classic seaside roller coaster and a amusement park along with it. So it's really popular for tourists. It keeps that party vibe from PB coming on down, just not as much because you got more families there because of the amusement park, but really good beach all around. I still haven't had a chance to ride that roller coaster. I've ridden it as a child. Well, actually I've had a chance. I turned it down, but since I found out I can handle wooden roller coasters, I've been wanting to try it out. I want to ride it so bad. (laughs) See, so Brittany can handle roller coasters, but she's really finicky about it. She doesn't like wooden ones because they're too jerky Jerky. and steel ones. They have to be really smooth for her to handle. And these classic, (laughs) these classic seaside wooden ones usually are pretty jerky. So I know I won't even ride it with Brittany. Maybe she'd get on, but I'm sure she wouldn't enjoy it. So I'll tell you what, Kim, (laughs) this has got you and I written all over it. And if Brittany feels bold enough to join, she can. If not, she can film it and we'll put it on (laughs) YouTube or something like that. Okay, I like that. So growing up, you know, we were all from Northern California, but my sister lived down in San Diego and we used to always go to Mission Beach when I was growing up. And I remember going to Belmont Park, people watching just on the boardwalk. There used to be a guy that was just like roller skating up and down. Slow-mo? He's still there. He's still there (laughs) at Mission Beach. I was actually going to bring it up at PB, but I forgot. So I'm glad he did. But he's in Mission, not PB, or he He, works his way up to both. I think he does both. And he's this infamous old man on roller skates. 
and he deserves his name slow-mo like i have been watching him for years i've (laughs) like watched him grow i grew up watching him but one time our friend robin came down to san diego it was right after we graduated high school and her and i were like we're gonna have a full-on beach day and so we had my sister drop us off at mission beach she's like you're gonna spend all eight hours here at the beach we're like yeah we're gonna have a fucking great day <laughs> we were so baked by the end Ooh. of the the day our faces were so sunburnt. I think we were like dehydrated. It was terrible. Oh my God. And then Robin, her skin's a little fairer than mine. It was like so red and like lobster red. And she couldn't even put on makeup for the rest of her duration in San Diego because her face was just like peeling so much. Ooh. So don't so, sit out there all day, I guess. Take away from that. And yeah. if you do put on sunscreen. sunscreen. I've done that. And I, hydrate. I remember a really warm day. I was hyped to go get tan. And I stayed out there way too long. And then a friend was going to meet me. So I was ready to leave when she said she was coming. And it was still like two, three more hours. Oh, my God. It was the worst sunburn I've ever had. I was literally for three days just painting aloe vera on my body and sitting there trying not to move. That sounds like like me on the reg. Yeah, (laughs) on the same page. That sounds like me on the reg on like 15 minutes out in the sun. Maybe that's another reason why I'm not too huge on beaches. You need an umbrella with your chair. Yeah, I do. I do. But uh, don't let these sunburn stories discourage you from the beach, let alone Mission Beach. And one last thing I really want to say about it too is a lot of these places that we've mentioned, you know, the beaches, sometimes it's a lot more limited parking. But one good thing about Mission Beach is they have a big parking lot nearby and several other lots in the area given the fact that there is to an extent an amusement park there so a lot easier to find parking not saying it's going to be guaranteed but better odds just down south a little bit from mission beach is number 10 ocean beach or ob's dog beach now i know we said del mar's dog beach was super pristine and really nice Obi's Dog Beach is just like Obi, wild. It's like a very hippie vibe in Obi. Yes, very hippie vibe. And there's just dogs running amok. Ocean Beach, and not even the beach in general, the neighborhood for that matter. Again, all those characteristics that you mentioned, like kind of hippie vibe, stoner vibe type situation. Mm -hmm. Not to say that it's unsafe, but just expect that going in. If you think like, oh, San Diego, this is going to be nice. And then you get there, you might be thrown off a little bit. But if you go in with that expectation and knowledge, it's actually a really fun beach for the culture, really good food around in the area and Ocean Beach. I mean, I still like to go there all the time just to get the great food that's in the area too, Mm -hmm. let alone. But the dog beach aspect, they also have a pier in that area for you too. It's really, really nice beach with the more laid back kind of hippie vibes. Yeah, I think Kim, you mentioned earlier, like this is probably the one that met like the grungy feel of the beach. Mm hmm. But it it is a fun beach to go to as long as you know what you're walking into. And the dog beach is just on one side. There's no fence or anything keeping the dogs on that side of the beach versus the non-dog beach, which is just to the left of it. And that beach is really nice, too. It's great for hanging out. They have bonfire pits. So if you're going to bring your dog over to that side, maybe do a little human activity on the other. Yeah. And if you do walk down that ocean beach pier, it's pretty nice long walk Mm -hmm. over the water. So I would definitely check that out. And again, do it even for the bonfires. Another beach with bonfires. Love it. <laughs> Love the motto. Do it for the bonfires. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I may have said the word grungy and the next beach we're going to talk about, number 11, is Garbage Beach, but it's not grungy at all. Yeah, it's it's named misappropriately, but I think it's 
trying to hide itself a little bit. I think that's what it is. And we may be giving a real solid squad tip out here, more particularly for the tourists. The people in the know in San Diego who know beaches know of this. But I think the name comes because they're trying to hide how cool it is. Now, it's not like the most pristine beach, but there's a secret way to get down to there. But because it's so little known, it is rather isolated in a sense than the others. And it makes it really cool. And it's not the type of beach that the lifeguards are able to drive on and patrol. So there won't be any lifeguard patrol in that area. But that's also good if you are trying to enjoy some adult beverages and don't want to be seen by the wrong people. But if you get in the water again, this is where you should practice that best water safety. (laughs) But so we were talking about sunset cliffs a little bit earlier on in this episode. And The cliffs are right there a little bit north of Garbage Beach, but there are no beaches at Sunset Cliffs, hence the name, the fact that it's cliffs. So you go a little bit south and then you're able to get to this beach, Garbage Beach, by having to rappel a rope down to the sand area. So that's really fun too. So be safe when you're doing that, but unique experience to even get there and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. The other way to get to Garbage Beach is only when the tide is low enough. So you have to go during low tide and you can walk down the stairs at Sunset Cliffs because there is a huge set of stairs that go down to the bottom of the cliffs and then you can walk over to Garbage Beach. But again, you can only do this when the tide is really low. And if that's your plan to get back, don't wait for the tide to come back. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to have to take the rope up. Yeah, it's a really nice beach and really great place to watch the sunset. So beautiful. So beautiful. Sunset Cliffs is my favorite place to watch the sunset in San Diego. Well, we're going to go on to number 12. This one is probably not one you'll find on the best beaches articles out there on San Diego because this one is not a beach. It's a tide pool and it's the tide pools at Cabrillo National Monument. So it is a protected area. So you do have to pay to get in because it's a national monument. It's about $20 per car. And your cell phone will actually tell you that you're in Mexico while you're there. Which is so funny because Brittany and I live like three exits from Mexico, which is a lot (laughs) further south than Cabrillo National Monument. Yet living so close to here, I don't get my welcome to Mexico signal until I literally cross over into Mexico. So it's really good at the borderline, but somewhere along the coast, that's where it always gets a little funky. But you're not in Mexico. You're still in the U.S. Yeah. So if you go when the tide is low, you can walk on the rocks and explore all of the tide pools. And it's really fun and educational. And over 350,000 people visit these tide pools every single year. And it's one of the best protected rocky intertidal areas in California. Hmm. You're really selling it up, Brittany. (laughs) No, I'm being serious on that. Like These are really, really beautiful. I had been to Cabrillo National Monument a couple times when I had first moved down to San Diego, but it wasn't until my third time that I really took the endeavor to go down to the tide pools. And I was just blown away. Like, how is this natural beauty like right here? And I never knew about it. You go at the right time, you can see some starfish, some sea urchin, all this stuff in the tide pool. And it's just absolutely magical and amazing. And while you're at Cabrillo National Monument, there is a lighthouse there that you can explore. There is a hike and you can actually see like into downtown and Coronado. Yeah, so that's great really views cool. of downtown. Really nice views. So it's a very beautiful stop. So moving on south to our final number 13. 
Coronado Beach. This one has a very special place in my heart. Why don't you tell them why, Brittany? Because Jamal and I got married on the beach in Coronado. That wasn't going to be the reason I said. Oh, what was the reason you were going to say? Because they allow bonfires on this beach. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got married here. That you, you reminded me now. I almost forgot there, Brittany. I'm sorry. Thanks, Jamal. <laughs> yeah, I that, was there. I that, remember. That was the reason. It's not the bonfires. Just throwing that he out He was there. barely there. I know. Fun fact, this bitch didn't even want to invite me to her wedding. <laughs> it was going to be family only to keep it family. very small, but you were adamant and it happened again. <laughs> and you were a little hungover, weren't you? <laughs> Mm, nope, I just hadn't slept yet. So, <laughs> well, off the topic of the fact that Brittany and I got married there, let's talk a little bit more about Coronado Beach and what makes it really, really special. It's a really nice, pristine beach. It's a very family friendly beach. It's really close to the Navy, so you'll see a lot of military families as well. And it has the backdrop of Hotel Del Coronado, which is so beautiful. So beautiful. The Victorian architecture. It's a big beach. Very long beach. It takes a long time to get from the sidewalk to the water. Do you know what I remember about this beach when you and I went there? What's that? You didn't like it. Do you remember you, Raylene, Michael came down and Uh I took you guys to Coronado and you're like, where are all the people? Where are all the shops? Like, what are we doing at this beach? Yeah. And so Coronado is actually the closest beach to me. It's only a seven minute drive from my house. But I don't like going there because there's no vibe. It's all families. It's big. It, it's it's the kind of beach you go and you bring your easy up and you have a beach day. Well, because you tend to more so sometimes and not in a bad way, want the party vibe or fun vibe of the beach. When I think of Coronado, I like its calmness, its stillness. It reminds me of an East Coast, New England style beach. And especially with that kind of architecture that you get with the Hotel Dell. So, you know, when you see photos of Nantucket or Long Island Mm -hmm. uh, and the Hamptons and they're just these, you know, really nice beaches, kind of like mellow architecture around with nice wooden and buildings like that's the vibe that I get at Hotel Del Coronado and I really really like it so you're right if you are going for just easy laid back this is really the place and it has the beautiful backdrop with it if you're going party you want Mission Beach PB right yeah and Hotel Del does have a bar outdoors they have outdoor dining they even around Christmas time will put up an ice skating rink and you can ice skate next to the water so it's really cool but just know what you're getting into with that beach Yeah, and Coronado itself has a lot of good places to eat. It's a fun town to ride a bike in. So I see a lot of people going down on their cruiser. The houses are gorgeous. Yes, and there's a lot of free parking in Coronado, especially into the residential streets. And you get to just admire all of the beautiful homes there. Well, if you get into the residential streets, you will walk a little bit far if you want to be on the beach area by the Hotel Dell. Otherwise, you're going to pay the expensive parking right there. So if you're fortunate enough to find street parking close, you're good. But if you You do the residential, which I don't want to say it's a long mile long walk because it's not, but be prepared if you get into those areas, it's going to be a little bit more of a walk there for you. I sometimes will take my lunch break, pack a little lunch and drive down to Coronado and just park and then sit on one of the benches they have on the sidewalk. I don't go onto the sand, but I'll just sit there in front of the ocean and have a nice little lunch. Yeah, I actually had some patients live in Coronado. So I used to plan it so that I would go to Coronado in the morning, go see my patients, and then just take a little break, go to the beach before heading on to my next ones. And it's just a nice place to eat lunch and very beautiful coastline. On the other side of Coronado, right when you enter off of the bridge, to the right, there is a whole park area with tons of restaurants. And from there, it's the best view of downtown. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. 
I've gotten to go dinner and went out there and had dinner looking at the city as the sun setting. It's perfect. When you're on Coronado, whether you're on the west along the ocean or you're on the bay side, sometimes it's really difficult to decide what side is cooler because the bay side, you get that great view of San Diego. And then Mm -hmm. if you're on the ocean side, well, it's a beautiful, pristine ocean. And then you have the beautiful backdrop of the famous Hotel Dell. So every place that you go in Coronado, you won't be disappointed, let alone just for visiting for the beach. So many good options here in San Diego. Like you really can't go wrong with any of the beaches. Yeah, you know, Jamal and I have lived here for like 10 years now and there's still beaches that we haven't been to in San Diego Mm -hmm. and we should definitely go and check them out more. I wish you were more of a beach person, Jamal. I'm a beach lounge person, but I'm not necessarily good in. But you know, (laughs) now that we got those Tommy Bahama chairs, again, (laughs) check out the link that we're going to put in the show notes for them because they are solid and legit. I'm ready to do a little bit more beach life. Get yourself hooked up with the Tommy Bahama chairs and then the collapsible cooler. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Those are musts for beach day And the umbrella. Uh, Well, (laughs) and the umbrella for me and my fair skin. I don't have one yet, but you know what? Maybe we'll link one in there for you too in case you have fair skin. It might encourage me to buy it for myself. (laughs) My last story of this episode is that the first day I lived here, I moved in at night. The first day I woke up, we hit the beach and was a whole day of a beach day. And I had to buy an umbrella because I was so sunburnt, but I didn't want to go home yet. (laughs) That sounds like such a Kim thing to do anyway. (laughs) That is such a Kim thing to do. All right. Any other final thoughts before we move on to your favorite time of the week, Kim? Because I think we're there. Let's go. Let's go there. Questions of the week. We have one question this week, and it was sent in by a rando. So whoever it was, thank you. I love how you called him a rando and not a squatty. Squatty. (laughs) Squatty. Rando squatty. Okay. Thank you very much. This person asked, how many beaches can you visit on a weekend trip to San Diego? That's good. There are so many beaches. You can't see them all in one weekend. Or maybe you could. Actually, that would be a good contest if you want to give it a shot. (laughs) But realistically... What would you say? You're the authority and expert on this one, Kim. So I think you should be the one to give the answer because I really don't know. I mean, I guess to an extent, it depends on what you want to do. Do you want to party? Do you want to be relaxing? Do you want to relax first, then kind of party and then move on somewhere else to sunset? I mean, the options are endless. Yeah. And that's the thing about beaches is they're for relaxation. Get your Tommy Bahama chair, lay out your towel, like stay a while. Unless it's the Hotel Dell, which Kim doesn't (laughs) like to lounge and relax at that beach. So I would say... If you're coming for a weekend, definitely go to Sunset Cliffs. That's one. Definitely do a hike at Torrey Pines and go down to the beach. That's two. You can have a drink and PB at a beach bar and go to the beach there. And then maybe a dinner or maybe you're get an Airbnb on Mission Beach. That's a great place to get an Airbnb and call it home. So that's four. That's four beaches you could go four to. Four solid beaches and I don't think you'd be rushing yourself either. Yeah, I, th- I would agree with that. All right. That's all the questions we have. And that is the beach episode for you. So I hope you guys get out there, enjoy some sunshine in the sand. And please keep the adventures going with us by following us on Instagram and subscribing to us on YouTube at Travis Squad Podcast and send us in your questions of the week. If you found the information in this episode to be useful, or if you thought we were just plain funny, please share it with a friend that would enjoy it too. And as always, guys, please subscribe, rate and review our podcast and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. And stay tuned for next week's episode. We have some more amazing adventures and tips in store for you. Bye, Bye. everybody.